Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash million, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Well, hello, listeners, and welcome to another edition of the Heal the Sick Podcast. Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N, your ministry provocateur, iconoclast, firebrand, and the resident heretic here at Dominion Fire. Today, I am very excited to bring you our next guest because he is joining us from the beautiful Caribbean and uh, our first guest from the island of Jamaica, Kingston, Jamaica, to be exact. Our guest today is a trainer at Inside Out Training and Equipping School, which you've heard of. And if you haven't, you need to go on Facebook and go check it out. An intercessionary missionary, that's a lot to say, Jamaica House of Prayer, and also a street pastor joining me today again from the beautiful island of Jamaica, Tariq Carey. Tariq, welcome to the program. How are you, bro? Thanks for having me, Million. I'm doing quite well. It's super exciting to have you here because now not only are you are you interesting, kind of from an exotic place, but I hear great things. So I'm excited to get this thing going. So uh, let let's uh, let's bowl them over with some testimonies, man. Uh, give me some testimonies. Give me something crazy. What have you seen? Okay, all right. So I wanted to talk a little bit about a mission trip I took to South Asia, and what was interesting about this trip is that. Um, all the money came in, and that was just amazing. But what was really interesting is I had to get one piece of equipment, something that was very vital for me to go on this trip, and I didn't know where it was. So I got directions to this place, and it was like the last day before my trip was. And I was walking down this like alley kind of thing because that's where I thought it was. And this man just came out of the blue, and he, he said, you know, you're looking for, for this place, but that's not where you should be. It's down the road to your right. And I said, like, how does this man know where I'm going? Like, I didn't have a sign on my head that said I'm going to, to the store. And he was able to direct me to where I was going. And when I went there, I was kind of a little bit suspicious because I was saying, you know, is this guy going to set me up? Is he going to jack me or something like that? So I went and I got what I needed. And it made me realize that, wow, that guy was probably an angel. I mean, he looked like a regular guy, right? But the fact that he knew where I was going and could tell me where to go and that I knew that from a mission trip was just awesome. And that trip was, was very supernatural because, I mean, there was an event where we were doing an outreach, you know, in a public area, like a train station. And we were just singing and worshiping and, you know, reading the Bible publicly. And then, you know, a guy came up and he wanted us to pray for him. So we just laid our hands on his knees and we prayed for him. And all of a sudden he was healed and he jumped up and he was just telling everybody. And soon, you know, there were, we were flooded. You know, there were mobs and hordes of people who were just coming to our team of like eight persons for healing. And we were just like laying hands and praying for everyone. I mean, we didn't even speak the language, right? We had a few translators, but we were just, they were just pointing to body parts and we were just praying for them. And I mean, we lost count of the number of persons who were healed. And, you know, we had to do a very quick getaway from that area because the crowd was just getting too huge. And I mean, even as we were running away from the train station, you know, where we were doing the healings, you know, people were following behind us because they so desperately wanted to be healed. And it made me realize, you know, that this healing gift is is for the nations. You know, Jesus gave us healing for the nations. And there are many people who are lost, who need to know. You know, Jesus said that, you know, you know, unless they see signs and wonders, they'll not believe. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of like an amazing story. I can share another. Uh, I got a, a healing meeting for this international evangelist a few years ago. And there were lots of healings that were going on. And I said, you know, God, I'm walking in healing and I want to see healing. You know, I don't believe it's just for this big guy on the stage. And, you know, as I was going through the crowd, you know, like he had done his, his bit, I saw this girl and she was in a wheelchair. And I just felt like the Lord was saying, you know, get, bring her up, you know, lift her up. And so I went to her, I took her by the hand, and I just lifted her up. 
And then she just started walking right like that, right in front of everybody there. I mean, that was that was just amazing. And, you know, I, I have another experience where I was actually at the, the house of prayer that I was talking that you mentioned. And um, we were just having a regular meeting. There were some visitors who, who came in for prayer. And, you know, at that time, I was just really engaged in the angelic realm. You know, I was just, you know, talking with angels and stuff like that. And, you know, it was just for my personal devotions kind of thing. And then I realized that, wow, these are supernatural beings, you know, perhaps they can help me. So I just engaged the angels and they just, I just, you know, asked for help. I said, you know, God, can, can I get some help here? And I just got some crazy words of knowledge for conditions that these women had. I mean, like, it was just like everything that they had, I was just reading it out. And, and I know that wasn't me that God really empowered me, but I really realized that, you know, God has angelic messengers, that he has so much that he wants us to do, and that we kind of are close to what he wants to do. That's kind of a little bit of, of, of my journey and some amazing stories that I've had. It's interesting because, as we always say here on our program when we cover this, is that healing comes in so many different ways for so many different people. So we may be trained a certain way or even believe a certain thing about healing, but when something comes along, it kind of shakes things up a little bit, like this encounter maybe with an angel or angelic being of some sort, whatever you believe. Um, it's interesting how that kind of becomes part of your toolbox, and now you'll look to that in the future. So um, in addition to that, what other uh, what other kind of testimonies have you seen, like as far as being in, in the Caribbean where, uh, like I know from some islands in the area, there's a lot of like voodoo and witchcraft and stuff like that. So what's the general flavor like in the area of the world that you're in? Yeah, I mean, there there's a lot of that occult stuff. I mean, there's a lot of what, what we call, what you call voodoo, we call obia, which is just an African retention of witchcraft. So there's a lot of that going on. And, you know, a lot of the ministers here, in, in my country are, are very, very much advanced in deliverance. So, I mean, the ministries that are most prominent here in our country are deliverance and prophetic ministries. So, I mean, there are lots of people who move in deliverance. There's a great need for deliverance. There are lots of people who are demonized. I mean, some people are given, you know, ceremonial baths and ritual washings and stuff like that. So there's a lot of that demonic um, element in, in our country. I mean, I can remember one time I was preaching in a bus and, you know, this woman just started opposing me and she, she had a spirit and, you know, we were dialoguing and I was telling it to shut up and to be quiet. And, you know, it just made me realize that, you know, demons, demons are real and that they're, they're all around. I mean, I've been to several deliverance ministries and, you know, seeing, you know, people just doing some weird things like converting and just having the supernatural strength and stuff like that. So, I mean, that stuff happens. So what role of deliverance have you seen with healing now? Because um, a lot of people, like I've had situations where we've prayed for someone and nothing seems to happen. And then I just kind of hit that certain nerve and you see like a little manifesting and it's like, oh, switch to deliverance. And then when you do that, you know, they'll get healed of something. So um, because you've seen some of that and you're kind of in the midst of it all, uh, do you see a lot of healing in relation to deliverance or is there no separation as far as you see it? Well, uh, I, I do, I mean, to me, there, there's no separation, you know, like, I, I think that, you know, when you command a healing, you know, if there's a demon behind it, then that demon will leave as well, you know, so I, I don't really focus on the deliverance. I mean, I believe in deliverance. I mean, I do minister a lot in inner healing and deliverance, but I, I don't really use deliverance or the deliverance model when I, when I come to healing, you know, I either, you know, wait in the presence of the Lord or I just command the healing. So I don't try to focus on, you know, whether there's a demon there or not. I mean, that being said, you know, I had an example where uh, many years ago when I was just getting started in healing, there was a friend of mine who, you know, contacted me and, you know, she'd been through a very abusive past, you know, she was an SRA victim and, um, you know, there was a lot of that going on. And the fact is that, you know, she also had cancer 
and you know she came to me for help and I was able you know to walk her through you know process of inner healing and deliverance and, you know through that process you know and with the help of her doctor she was able to overcome that that cancer so there I saw the interplay of inner healing and deliverance and and physical healing and you know what what I realized is that a lot of the uh, a lot of the illnesses like lifestyle illnesses are really psychosomatic which are linked to, to you know emotional stuff and that, you know, if you deal with the, the emotional stuff and if you deal with the, the roots in deliverance, then you can definitely see someone get, you know, much closer to, to their healing. So Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. All right, we got about 90 seconds before we got a cut. Let's get maybe one or two more other healing testimonies. What, what can you share? Yeah, so there's a guy um, a, a few weeks ago at my workplace and, you know, he had ringing in his ears and, you know, I just prayed for him and, and he just got healed. And I really just see that, you know, oftentimes you don't have to worry about the words. It's not about a formula. It's just knowing that you're carrying the presence and the power of God with you. So whatever you do or say, people can get healed. And did he get healed with, at that time? Yeah, he got healed at that time, right away. Awesome. Great. All right, listeners, uh, we're going to cut on our first segment here because we're about at the end here. And uh, in the uh, two testimonies back that uh, Tarek was talking about with the woman, he said SRA. If you're not familiar with that, that's satanic ritual abuse, which comes in a variety of forms in and of itself, which is often where um, maybe family members are involved in satanic or occult practices and they sort of dedicate people to that using ritualized practices. It's a lot more detailed than that, but that just gives you a general flavor. And that causes all kind of mess, all kind of big problems. So uh, research that further if you kind of want to know. And uh, we'll probably need to do a show about that because there's a lot of uh, a lot of crazy stuff you may not pick up on that. That actually causes and it's more common than you think. So uh, we're going to cut here and take our first break. Terry Carey joining us from Kingston, Jamaica. We're going to be right back after this here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Keep it locked. Hey everyone, Million here. We would like to welcome Audible as a sponsor to this podcast and for you, the listeners of the Heal the Sick podcast. Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash million, M-I-L-L-I-A-N, you know how to spell it. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash million for your free audiobook. All right, listeners, back on the second segment of the Heal the Sick podcast. Again, joining us by uh, Skype over, joining us over Skype from Kingston, Jamaica, Tariq Carey. And uh, before we get back into our interview, I just want to remind you guys that not only this program, but the entire Heal the Sick catalog is available at dominionfire.com, as is all of our other social media. Now, I got a couple homework assignments for you guys to do. Here's what I want you to do. If you're an iTunes user, would you please go to iTunes and find the Heal the Sick podcast? Just type in Heal the Sick and we'll come up. Please leave us a five, not a four, a five-star rating with a uh, comment about how great we are because, well, you know, we are. And uh, please do that for us. And that helps us get a little higher in the ranking because you will agree the world does need to hear this message. Uh, Then jump back to dominionfire.com. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and specifically right now building up the YouTube channel. So youtube.com forward slash dominionfirechurch. If you would please subscribe, watch some of our videos, hit the like buttons, all that good dealy. And as you do that, uh, again, brings us up higher in the rankings, gets this message out to the world and everything total can be found at dominionfire.com join the email newsletter to get the show early and some free ebooks and all that good stuff and uh be part of the community and come hang out with us so back to terry because he's infinitely more interesting than i am terry tell us about your background experience how'd you get into this how'd you figure this whole thing out walk us through it okay sure i'll, I'll tell you a little bit about my story 
So um, I'll just mix in my testimony of coming to salvation with my healing. So I can remember as a young boy, about the age of five, and it seemed like I had everything together. You know, I had loving parents. We had a good house, good income. I was going to a nice uh, prep school, and I had all the toys I wanted. It seemed like I had everything that a little boy would want. But I can remember, you know, just being at that tender age and just feeling this profound emptiness. Like there was nothing that I had that could fill that emptiness. What I didn't know then, which I know now, is that I had, you know, a God-shaped vacuum. That my, my heart was made for God, but I didn't know him. I didn't know who he was. And I can remember as a child at the age of eight, and, um, and a friend of mine asked me, you know, do you believe in God? And I said, yeah, sure, I believe in God. But he was just a figure, you know, I didn't have a personal relationship with him. I didn't know what it meant to serve him. You know, even though I'd grown up in church and I was going to church, you know, as a Sunday school all of my life, I didn't know the gospel. I didn't know who Jesus was. And it wasn't until about the age of 12, I went to a residential summer camp, you know, for, for young boys and girls. And there was the first time I heard the gospel. You know, I, told, I was told that, you know, Jesus died for us and that, you know, there's a concept of sin and that, you know, we're guilty. And I, I realized that, you know, I was guilty before God. Before I thought I was a good little boy and that I'd get to heaven, but now I was brought face to face with the fact that, you know, there's a God who loves me and he demands holiness. And so I repented. I mean, it was a very interesting experience because, like, it's like the Holy Spirit fell on the entire camp and everybody was just weeping and crying and moaning you know, just crying out to God, and I really felt convicted of, of my own sins, and I just asked, you know, Jesus to be my Savior, and that's kind of how I got started, you know, into following Jesus, and um, as for healing, I remember as, as a young boy, there were family members of mine, you know, who, who got sick, you know, there, there are a lot of family members who, who had cancer, and I can remember going to their bedside and, you know, praying to God to heal them, and, you know, what I was really doing was I was begging God, you know, to heal them. And, um, you know, oftentimes they, they weren't healed. And, you know, I can remember just feeling very, very hurt or angry at God. You know, you know, I was saying, you know, God, how could you let this happen? You know, I prayed to you and I, and I asked you and, and didn't get healed. And so that kind of led to a little bit of distance and friction in my relationship with God. And, you know, it wasn't until many years later that I realized, you know, that God can, can heal people. I can remember being in, in a chat room. We were having this online class. And, you know, we're learning about how to move in healing the sick. This was like in the 90s, uh, like 95 or so. And um, we're doing this online class on healing the sick. And we had to do an activation. You know, we had, actually had to go out and pray for people to be healed. And so there was a friend of mine who was online. And, you know, I was talking to her. And she said, you know, on that particular day, she had a headache. And I prayed for, for her headache to go away. And, and she was healed. And that was like the first healing that I ever saw. And um, But it was kind of dormant. You know, I didn't get much much fruit you know there wasn't much watering being done to the ground and so that kind of fell by the wayside and it wasn't until many years later in about 2009 that I started to, to move in healing again so what happened is that around that time there were there was like this healing revival on, on Facebook and on YouTube you know it's like everybody was just coming to an awareness of, of the fact that God could heal people and that he could use ordinary people that it wasn't like the chosen frozen it wasn't like the anointed pastors and prophets and the teachers it was just like joe blow you know a common guy who's just working his job can actually see god do m remarkable miracles of healing and so I, I started watching things like todd white on the god squad and i just saw him just you know healing people and i started listening to cory blake's dht and i just watching everything that was out there on healing i was reading countless books on healing and then I realized that you know that my mind had to be renewed and that I could do this stuff too I mean as a part of some healing forums online as well and I would just revel in the testimonies of these ordinary guys that's going out there and just seeing healing I mean there weren't anything special 
they weren't praying harder or fasting longer than I was, you know. And I realized that I didn't have to reach this high level of faith in order to, for God to use me. You know, I didn't have to be, you know, extra special. I could just be me and I could see God heal through me. And so that's kind of what, what I got started. So I just like watch the videos and then I just go out and find people who I could demonstrate the same things. And so it was a journey of just walking out. I mean, so I was just healing everywhere. Like I would just go on the street and I'd see someone, I'd heal them. You know, people would come to my workplace to deliver packages and, and I'd pray for them and see them get healed. I mean, it was just happening everywhere. I'd go to churches and, and I'd pray for people. I'd go on outreaches and I'd pray for people. I'd go to camps, residential camps for, for people, and I pray for people. It's just like everywhere I was going, I was healing people, and I was realizing that, you know, God could really use me, and it was just it was just blowing my mind that all of this was happening through me and to me. Yeah. So what was your first healing that you actually saw where it kind of sunk in, like, oh, wow, this is the real deal? What was, like, the first true thing that hit you? I mean, there was this guy who I'd known for several years growing up, and he was actually... Um, he was actually deaf, right? And he, he, he couldn't speak as well. And so I would always see him and we'd communicate with a, you know, mismatch of sign language and, you know, lip reading and stuff like that. But he was very dear to me. And I can remember just praying for him countless times, you know, for him to be healed. And, you know, this was just when I was getting started in my journey. And it ended up that, you know, one day he started to hear. You know, he was totally deaf before and now he was more hard of hearing. He could actually hear sounds. And, you know, that really cemented in my mind that, wow, God can use me to heal the sick. That that did it for me. Wow. So what are where are you at now with this? Because you know, from the time you start, you learn things, you get experience. And where are you at now in terms of what's like the biggest lesson you've learned or what would you teach your your younger self when you got into this, what, what, what like lessons have you learned? Yeah. I, I mean, what I teach my younger self is, you know, don't be intimidated, you know, don't hold yourself back. I mean, or, or don't get comfortable. You know, it's very easy to, to get in a routine, you know, where you, you start healing and you see just God healing a certain thing and you just focus on that, old, that specific area. Like you, like I'd only pray for arthritic knees because that's, that's where I felt confident. But you never venture out into seeing things like limbs grow out or blind eyes opening or deaf ears opening or people just getting up out of their wheelchair. So I'd say don't be typecast. Don't, be, don't just be stuck in, in a rut, but be willing and open to, to realize that God can use you to heal anything. That it doesn't have to be in things that you've, you have a history of, that God can heal a cancer as, as, as quickly as he can heal a cold. You know, so just go all out. You know, don't hold back. Just pray for everything that moves and watch God move. And uh, in the intro, and I'm sure a lot of people would like to know this, Intercessionary Missionary Jamaica House of Prayer, what exactly is that? Uh, that's or what, what it's saying is that, you know, I'm called to a lifestyle of prayer. And so the Jamaica House of Prayer is a house of prayer which is modeled after the International House of Prayer in Kansas City. And so we just spend our days, you know, interceding and, you know, praying to the Lord and also ministering to people as they come to our meetings. So, I mean, it's just someone who's called to a lifestyle of prayer, you know, who believes that they're a forerunner of the coming move of God and who wants to pray just like Anna did in the temple for, for God to come to our nation. All right, listeners, there's background and experience on our guest today, Terry Carey, joining us again from Kingston, Jamaica. When we come back, we're going to have our lesson time, our prayer time, and we're going to wrap this thing up. So keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast. We'll be right back after this. Hey, guys, Million here. Please visit www.dominionfire.com for the latest episodes of the Heal the Sick podcast and also for our video vlog series entitled The D-Fire Vlog. After visiting DominionFire.com, please visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash DominionFireChurch 
and hit the subscribe button and make sure to hit the thumbs up for any video you watch. This content is available for free and new videos are posted throughout the week. That's dominionfire.com first and then youtube.com forward slash dominionfirechurch. Thank you and we'll see you soon. All right, listeners, final segment, Heal the Sick Podcast. Eric Carey joining us from Kingston, Jamaica, talking about some very interesting topics and some of the things that he's involved in. And in this segment, a final segment where we really heat this thing up, we're going to do some lesson and some prayer time. So let's start with some lesson. Now, Tarek, you were telling me that you want to get into the topic of giftedness and going after that. So what would you like to share with our audience today? Yeah, what I want to share is that a lot of people think that people who move in healing powerfully are just supernaturally gifted, that they were born with it, or they just received a gift from God, and that's it. You know, that they can be the superstars, and everyone else just, just can't compete. But what I want to say is that, you know, we have to realize that, you know, there's a difference between talent and, and giftedness. And I'd like to say that, you know, the gift of healing or moving in healing is very much a skill that can be acquired and can be developed, similar to how an athlete can train for, for their skill. You know, you have the fastest man in the world at the moment, Usain Bolt. You know, he's very talented, but if he doesn't train every day, then he can't compete at, at a higher level. And you have many people who are not as gifted or as talented as he is, but because they're training hard, they can effectively compete with him on, on a world stage. So what I want to say is that, you know, you don't have to be gifted. You don't have to, you know, see a supernatural sign. You don't have to have a light over your bed when you were born or or this great prophecy. You can just be an ordinary man or woman who just believes that God says you can heal the sick and you just go out there and you can pray for people. And what I want to say is that, you know, don't be, don't despise the day of small beginnings. You know, just because you don't see dramatic, miraculous healings from day one, you know, people, a lot of people just give up. You know, because it doesn't look like how they figure. You know, when they read the Gospels, they see, you know, Jesus heal the sick and to them it, it looks like it was instantaneous. So when, when they come to their own lives and they see a progressive healing or a partial healing, they're, they're willing to give up. And I just want to say that, you know, it's time to, to persist, that the vision that you have of instantaneous, miraculous healing 100% of the time is there by God. But it, he, you don't get there in a moment that, you know, you have to be willing to grow and to stretch and to learn and to develop your skill and your gifting and your talent to a level where you can see healing on demand for dramatic conditions. So that's what I want to say, you know, just be persistent and, and push and go for it and realize that, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, that you can be a mighty healing minister right where you are, even if all you're seeing now is just a headache and a cold being healed every other day. Yeah, something you just said was very interesting to me about how uh, we, we read it in the Bible or we hear the accounts of it, and it seems like it happened instantly on the spot, which in many cases it did. But you got to remember that with reading a Bible story or a an account of something, you're getting the digest of the whole event in one or two paragraphs. So there will be a time period in some of these cases where... Um, maybe there was a period of time that happened before full healing manifested, or maybe it started and then progressed back to full healing, or there was over a distance. So definitely factor that in when you're reading, that you're looking at the whole thing kind of as a snapshot, but then put yourself in the position as you're reading it first person and sort of like experience what it would have looked like, what it would have sounded like, and, and kind of see it through your own eyes that way. So a very, very important thing you brought up, Terry. Thank you. And if people would like to contact you, where can they find you? How can they reach you? What would you like to share with that? Yeah, they can reach me through my blog, dayofwonders.com. And they can also contact me via email, tarikkerry at gmail.com. That's T-A-R-I-K 
C-A-R-E-Y at gmail.com. Awesome. Now, at this time, we get to close out our show with some prayer time. What I'd like to ask you to do is if you'll please pray for our audience and anything prophetically or discernment, word of knowledge, anything you'd like to call out, please do so. And um, yeah, I think we're ready. So take us all the way to the amen, please. Okay, here we go. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you are a healer. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you've just caused your people to just walk in faith. Lord, and I just release healing even to sick bodies right now, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, just for healing that pain in the neck, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for just healing shoulders and backs, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for just stretching out legs, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for growing out legs, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for just touching that liver, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you're just demolishing cancer even now. I take authority over every cancer cell in anyone's body and I command you to go now. I come against every spirit of pain and I command you to go in Jesus' name. I come against the depression. I command you to go in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, for straightening spines, Lord. I thank you, Lord, just for just releasing new vertebrae, Lord. We call new body parts into being, Lord. We thank you, Lord, just for new necks, Lord, new backs, Lord, new hands, Lord, new wrists, Lord, new shoulders, new knees, Lord. I thank you, Lord, just for wholeness and healing even now. And we call, Lord, even the lame to walk even now, Lord. We speak, Lord, to deaf ears and we command you to hear right now. We command ears to open right now. In Jesus' name, we come against every curse, every spirit of witchcraft. We command you to loose you, God's people, and let them go. We thank you, Lord, that you're bringing healing and restoration, Lord. We thank you for the Deliverance, we command every afflicting spirit to leave and leave right now in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for healing, Lord. We thank you for deliverance, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for dramatic works being done, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for removing pain, Lord, for removing growth, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for just functioning body parts, Lord. We speak to hormones. We speak to the glands in the body. We say function normally, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you're raising them up even now, Lord. We say lame walk now in Jesus' name. We say to those who are under sickness, and we say rise up now in the mighty name of Jesus. Rise and be healed now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for complete work, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for a perfect work, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you are faithful, that you are true, that you are a healer, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for the testimonies of your healing power, Lord, because you are great and you are God. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. Well, how about that? You really are into the prayer side, aren't you? (laughs) Very cool. Very cool. Listeners, thank you for, uh, Tarek, thank you for joining us today. And listeners, thank you for also uh, being here with us. And again, just a reminder that everything, including this show and the full catalog of programs at dominionfire.com, youtube.com forward slash dominionfirechurch, on Twitter at healingminister, facebook.com forward slash dominionfire, and email is dominionfirechurch at gmail.com. If you try to find Tariq and for any reason you can't, uh, please email us and I'll be happy to point you in the right direction and answer any questions that you may have. And I ask you again, uh, when you're on dominionfire.com, if you're not already a member of our email list, please join. You get a free ebook about the uh, guide for self-healing for Christians, which is uh, something I, I put together. You can check it out. And uh, again, anytime you're in doubt, dominionfire.com is where you want to go. So thank you guys for being here with us today. Thank you, Tariq. We'll see you next time. And as we always say here at our ministry, boom, goes Yeshua. We'll see you next time. Music.